This is the trial episode of Mammon Bird, and is therefore just a bunch of idiots getting to know one another. You have been warned. Oh, see, this is why we have the backup. So the so that's why you have to, we, I, I have the backup running because Craig oh. has been getting overloaded. But that also bums me out because when Craig actually joins, he does a very loud "now recording" voice, and I was <laughs> I was excited to show that now recording. <laughs> Now recording. <laughs> now recording. God. But I guess okay. we got we got Gierk today. Gierk. 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 Yeah, I have a very it's, important. It's question. Craig backwards. You see. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Yeah. Hold very on. important question, everybody. Very What's important that? question. Mm -hmm. Uh, in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, do you think you could evangelize mm -hmm. to the cyborgs, the replicants? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, all right. I'll go out on a limb and say yes. Yes, you can. Yeah, I'll, I mean, yeah. I'll just say. I'll just say. I'll, I'll say yes. It's like, hey guys, I, I know you got your your if, own like you know half, half cyborg messiah, but <laughs> boy, well, I mean, I mean, I mean uh, you know, Saint Francis preached to the birds, so right. I guess you could you could try. Mm. Oh yes. Replicated humans and birds. Yes, there's so know. much crossover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's some more. There, there. <laughs> Truly, yeah. There's, I mean, like, we there's some me. interplay there. We yeah. did do dirty the pe carrier pigeons after all. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, we should like clone those back into extinction. Uh, fr back from extinction, not back, back into from, extinction. Back into Jesus Christ! she make them extinct again? <laughs> we clone them just to kill them. Mitch is a is a is yeah. a pigeon annihilationist. <laughs> we can bring them back, just to then, destroy them again. Yeah, the, the 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 thing I hate about that about that is that I didn't get to make them go extinct. <laughs> I didn't and now I personally get to so everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's the idea that you have to individually fight every bird on earth. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm the that's final funny. boss. <laughs> the final boss is Alfred Hitchcock, actually. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Being like lifted up by birds. <laughs> 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 it's like you see like a swarm of birds land and you're like wow and then just like they all fly off and it's Hitchcock it's there and like, Hitchcock. they've like dropped him deposited him and, and then he like hands. adjusts his tire and he's like mm, terribly solid Oh, the man, picture of your religious awful person. I did not oh, yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was very oh, misogynistic. Incredibly. And missed abusive to all the actors that he had. Yeah. yeah.
he also locked like for the birds he specifically locked the actresses in with birds just like live birds to get them afraid of birds i didn't know that what a psycho jesus (laughs) i know psycho it all it it all comes around it's he also hated eggs he never ate eggs (laughs) i i I see why he was such a soy boy then i see like he he like uh he thought the eggs were like disgusting. Like they they made That's him really odd. physically ill. Mm-hmm. Like he he found like the fact that like he said he said that like it was the yellow of the yolk that just made him like they were unnatural. <laughs> and from then on, he they had were like un- this. <laughs> he had this like this this like insane like hatred for birds and eggs. That's so <laughs> bizarre, man. The the sixties in film is hilarious because there was mm-hmm. just like no ethics to it at all. And oh, like yeah. everyone was in that deep, like auteur kind of approach. So they're like, Oh yeah. You know, in this scene where he gets hit by a baseball bat, I actually hit him with a baseball <laughs> bat. Him with a baseball <laughs> just like, Oh my God, this is, this is art. Art. I mean, yeah. listen, I, I love it. Hitchcock's films, but he is a monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, oh, yeah. He's terrible. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's like Stanley Kubrick who like tortured Shelley Duvall just to make her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. And I, I'm a big Kubrick fan, but I'm like, yeah. Stanley, yeah. Uh, you might have, might, might not have wanted to ruin a woman's psyche yeah. just for one movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Gene Kelly singing in the rain. Apparently that was a complete nightmare to film. Oh, I, I can't even. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to look that up. <laughs> like I think, like he made Debbie Reynolds cry at one point because oh like he was oh like God. super obsessive about like getting this one dance number completely correct, and she was Jesus. like just so exhausted. I'm like, wow, holy fuck! Looking, oh boy, uh, all right, the dark side of of seeing the rain from from the express.co.uk. <laughs> Here we go. Oh boy! Somebody's oh, also strangle somebody. Oh, uh, apparently, uh, also um, another Hitchcock fact. He, uh, there was someone that I think it was like a PA that was working on a film with him, and he like made a bet with him that hey, mm-hmm. I bet that you can, um, uh, I'll I'll pay you like fifty dollars if you can like stay like stay in the studio overnight handcuffed. Uh, I'll give you. I'll even give you like a bottle oh of whiskey. My God. Now, oh my God. Now, what Kitchcock did was that he put laxatives in the whiskey, um, and he so he poisoned this poor man. And like the the next day, when everyone came into the studio, they they saw him like on the ground, like he just like shit himself almost to, uh, <laughs> just like crying out like in pain and a lack of sleep like he was there for like the entire night and until like finally people came in oh, I mean, did he no. get his and again what what rules about the 60s is everybody hears this and they're like wow this man is an artist just, just an i can't believe he, he's an artist <laughs> No, notorious yeah. prankster Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> oh, he actually was. Like he did another thing. Less like this. This is a, a bit less like absolutely disgusting <laughs> to another human being. Uh, but um, like at the end of filming for one of his projects, he like 
said he gathered all the cast and crew together and said, "Hey everyone, I've uh, I bought you uh, as a gift. I bought you furniture. Um, and the furniture that he bought, he made sure to he he like got the mes- the measurements for everyone's home and made mm-hmm. sure that all of the furniture that he bought was too big." <laughs> <laughs> That's so spiteful. Really? He just he just wanted like he wanted each and every one of them to have something that was probably like too cheap to resell, but like you also don't want to get rid of it because it feels like a waste. Oh no, this was expensive furniture. Like he this was expensive furniture that he made sure that would be it was absurdly large and it would fit no one's home. Oh my god. Oh my god. And again, when everyone heard this story, they were like, wow, this <laughs> man is <laughs> truly <laughs> an visionary <laughs> one of a kind. Yeah. Visionary we filmmaker gotta, Alfred we, Hitchcock by his, we need to like fucking we gotta we gotta ban Octor from <laughs> I think so. The language. I, I think that Octor <laughs> Yeah. I think Octor theory should be retired. I yeah. think so. I like, think. I think. These... No, so, all right. No, you see these auteurs, and they're either doing these this weird sex shit, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very openly yeah. a lot of the time, or they're just acting like a complete psycho, like Hitchcock. I just... yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we should ban any more new waves. I think we've had enough waves. I think that's also. I mean, true. but right. like, how how else would you get sallow though? Oh, good. Yeah. Oh we need that one. <laughs> We need that's necessary. <laughs> yeah. We need shallow, and I, 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 I will argue we needed. I mean, who else? You gotta watch. You see a guy eat shit on screen once, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess everyone needs to do that at some. Point. That's something that mm. had to happen. I don't know because right. I, I, New Wave just gave us like a bunch of French people going like, ah, what if I did the cuts when I'm not supposed to do the cuts? Yeah. Ah, why don't I record? But we got it? Yeah, we did get Wes. Yes, we, Wes... we did get Wes Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Who's also got his own problems, but as he does. Mm-hmm. He's just. He's, a... I'm he's gonna just pretend that I'm not a. I'm, I'm gonna pretend that I'm not a big Wes Anderson fan because. Oh no! Uh, look, no! 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 I, I say this as someone that is a. Fan. I love Wes Anderson. I do. Oh, like, pretend, I, pretend one of my favorite movies isn't Darjeeling Limited. I'll just pretend that's not true. One of my favorite movies of all time is uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel and oh, Mr. Fox. Me too. They're, yes. They're so Fantastic good. Mr. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie. I mean, I will also, say he added. I will say he's added um, more people of color in his next film, so that's oh, got good. me. Good, I'm glad he's. Yes, is that, it... that's why it's good. This is a problem with with how he depicts yeah. people of color in his this... movies. Is... Oh boy. Yeah, that's 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 the tension. Because again, I love Darjeeling Limited for the like brotherhood family side of it, but the whole backdrop of India throughout the whole thing. E, ick, uh, yeah, I'm very aware. Not great. It's like there's. I I know that like part of um part of like his his shtick is that he treats every everything is kind of set dressing. Every yeah. including the actors. Um, right, of course. But I think like there's. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's on purpose on his part. I don't think that like it's a it, it's it's necessarily something that's that he's doing like actively. 
as a part of the message of the movie. Mm. But I think that's just one of those like examples of like your unconscious bias creeping into your art mm-hmm. and into your style. And because of that, that it's there's like that interplay of that like an unconscious bias with treating everything as set dressing, and then you double that with like you're treating like all the brown people in this movie as like set dressing in the background while you focus on the white actors. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty garbo garbo. Yeah. yeah. It still doesn't mean it's bad, but th- th- there are criticisms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, totally. Like, oh, especially Darjeeling Laz has a pretty big problem with, like, white savior kind of thing throughout it. On the other hand, the scene where the kid dies that he tries to save is really heartbreaking and, like, an emotionally beautiful scene. But it's also definitely a white savior thing. So it's like, I- I'm always yeah. in conflict mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. The worst white savior movie has got to be Dancing with Wolves, like Dances with Wolves. Yeah, yeah that is. And Mostly because like, I do. Kevin Costner is just a plank of wood. <laughs> I, but I, I do like that movie though. I, I still like yeah. it's a good movie. But I, I like that movie. I was sad when the horse died, uh, mm. but I am your horse girlfriend, so <laughs> girl, yeah, so. Let's, I'm trying I to think that came out wrong, wrong, but no, you got it. My girlfriend. Yeah, uh, you can tell this is a theology podcast. I think we we really got into that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. This is a, <laughs> well, this, this is, is the exper- this is this is the experimental episode. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> this, right. This is that's our right. testing, testing, testing. Well, this is just a long cold open. <laughs> Should we have an opener for for uh, who who is going to be the one who introduces the pod? That's what I was gonna. I was actually yeah. wanting to bring that up. I think I think probably Phil seems like. He's got more energy than I will ever have. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think you should do the thing where you're like, ah, I'm here here with uh with Finch, and then Finch says something, and Jackal, Jackal, you know, so we know whose voice. Hi everybody, from. welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, welcome, Squidward. God. Welcome, Squidward. Welcome. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Amazing. Uh, yeah, Jackal, do you want to introduce the show? <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome, Squidward. Welcome, Squidward. Welcome, Squidward. Popped up my trash. Got up. Hold on. Let me wipe the the water for my face. <laughs> oh man, I'm so happy that in our in episode 0 I got Jackal to do a spit take. I'm <laughs> Okay, let me try to do this All right, hello everybody. Um hey. welcome to uh to the inaugural episode. It's not even inaugural, it's the pre-inaugural episode of uh of this uh, little little podcast that we've put together, taking you through a scenic trip through Mammonberg. Yeah, it's a cloudy. The Mammonberg podcast. The Mammonberg podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm here with uh, with my co-host Philip. <laughs> the Mammonberg podcast. <laughs> I made this because I hate you. <laughs> Josiah. Not you specifically in the uh, audience, but uh, you. It's, it's hi, I'm Josiah. It's me. And and Finch. It's my resent for all mankind. 
you've got such a theaters kid heart. Yeah, I do. Oh, have, yeah. I, I, I like. I dangerously almost like went to theater kid, but oh yeah, I ended up being a film kid instead, which is far worse. I think, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, 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 just if you were to present me, you and Phil, and you were to ask me which one was the was the theater kid, I would not say you. No, me, no. Which is funny because Adam yeah, Sandler deserved the Golden Globe for Uncut Gems. <laughs> he did. That was a, it was a great movie. It was very good. It was, yeah, it was a good, good movie. movie. Uh, I think I think we should go ahead and uh, get canceled now. Get, I was thinking we yeah. could get oh. that out of the way. Any audio we show to no one, we have to cancel it. Because if, if we're already canceled, then they can't cancel us, you see. True. That's <laughs> that's uh, that's a good point. Um Has anybody got a really reactionary take or something that we could I think oh, Obama boy. was bad actually. You think oh, oh. I think Obama was a bad president. Oh, yeah. Holy oh, shit. My God. I am uh, deep, deeply critical of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how racist she was. Yeah, that's true. I don't like how she died during my D&D campaign. Yeah. Oh. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh. <laughs> I hate... Okay, my, my most trad opinion... I okay. don't like oh, those boy. candles that put famous people's faces on saints. I really those hate. Suck. Oh no! Those... I think. That... Yeah, those suck. I, I, I don't very... even think that's trad. I think that's sad. That's just being sad. Yeah. I yeah. I I've specifically posted about like please like I'm I'm so mad at the fact there's definitely one of those of Elon Musk and please oh, don't no. send it to me. And then everyone proceeded to send it to me. Yeah, it pissed me off so much. Hold on, I want to look this up. Elon Musk. <laughs> This is oh, really God. cool because this is really cool because in one episode we got Jackal doing a spit take and now we get him projectile vomiting. So <laughs> what is this? <laughs> What's this? What's this? Why is there it's a Joe Rogan one? What's this? <laughs> it's bullshit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there's, say, there's a Joe Rogan. Rogan. Of course. There's a there's a Guy Fieri one. <laughs> This I heard is that what, like, what what Protestantism off. does to a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, don't blame don't blame Protestantism for this brain work. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, what what's, what, did, what denomination do I belong to for this this? Uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm Orthodox. You're, yeah. <laughs> for the episode we get off, we right off the bat, we're 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 uh, starting with Orthodox. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that one I out of the way too. You, like. If you lick the sweat off of Joe Rogan's head, you get like oh, toad hives. Oh, oh my god! I, 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 still, I, I cannot get over the fact Christ. that he is cousins with Gerard and Mikey Way from My Chemical. Wait, he is? I know. Yeah, he is. What? No, no, yes, that's yes. not true. This country it's is a run big by like a, you ain't in it. It's I've run by a giant so. conglomerate of Italians. I've been told I look like a fat Gerard Way, so. <laughs> Is it your already, already kind of fat? Yeah. <laughs> More. No, I, I had long hair and a beard, and then I cut my... I shaved my beard, but kept the long hair, and everyone was like, God, you look like Gerard Way. <laughs> like, with fatter cheeks. <laughs> so then I cut I the hair, and then I was good, but... Uh, oh, no, there's an anime one. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
Oh no! <laughs> There's a Snoop Dogg one. <laughs> oh no! This is. Uh, here's an Alex Jones one. <laughs> oh my God! What kind of person? I. But this is a. Uh... Maybe the you, you've got to be point. on some level of ideology to like want an Alex Jones candle. Some sort of that's certainly something uh, in space. How? Uh, what? Why? There's a Musk isms cup. I I, uh, I will never understand this. This not even like when I was a lib. I understood like this fascination with him. He's terrible. I don't. Yeah. Actually, I was having a conversation earlier with my roommate about Musk because um, Musk, in like an interview about colonizing Mars, said he he was going to have a plan for people who couldn't afford tickets. Oh, space feudalism. Oh, yes. Oh, yep. right. Space feudalism. If you can't if you can't afford tickets, then you just come here and you work off the price of the tickets. So so basically, it's just going to be he's the king of Mars. Right. Indentured yeah, servitude. In space. I think I even I, I made a tweet about this, which unfortunately did not get as much traction as, as much as I, I hoped it would because I thought it was yeah, funny. Passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, no, not what are you talking about, just I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, uh the the uh it was that uh it was uh that this is basically the plot of of, uh, of Bioshock. Oh my god, it is. Oh, this, is, this is the plot of every Bioshock. <laughs> oh. It's it's a, a, a rich a rich like reactionary utopian dude mm -hmm. uh, yeah. decides to right. start a a uh, a had decides to like play out their utopia. What if there was uh, what if there was racism in the sky? <laughs> I, okay, I actually do have a problem with Bioshock Infinite on that. Uh, oh, that that one's bad. Yeah, the both yeah. sides kind of thing. Like that, like because I was I because I was I was going back on Bioshock Infinite because you know um, as an illustration student I, I go back to like art of books. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, like the pre-production behind something. Um, and the the Bioshock one is really good. The art direction for that, the, I'll say like the stuff I like is that like the art direction for Bioshock Infinite is amazing. It's yeah, uh, it's a beautiful looking game, both like from a graphical point of view, but just on like an aesthetic point of view. It's it's not a style that you see a lot in games of like this. It's deliberately Disney esque in its like in and I say Disney, but it's like it's deliberately cartoonish in like the way of how like the characters are drawn. Mm -hmm. and how they're modeled mm -hmm. um it's and it's a it's a beautiful looking game so i was going back um looking at the concept art for it and then i you know went back on you know the story of the game and there's a lot of the the both sides you know, of like the vox populi and yeah the, uh, it's bad the, those it's dirty bad. communists it's yeah it's like yeah uh, racism's obviously bad but these people who want rights <laughs> they're just a little too feisty. They're they're a little mean about it. I don't. Yeah, they gotta ask nicely. I mean, they that's... they they gotta like. Have they considered it, like, a petition? That, yeah, dude, that's that's what the that's what the K hive has been telling me is hey, like. You like to sign my petition? 
If you want yeah, health care, you, you got to ask nicely. Gotta you got to be nice about it. You can't be, you're being so mean. Why are you being so mean about it? <laughs> Listen, all the slaves should have just, you know, they filed petitions with the plantation. That's right. That's right. They waited four to six years for a rebuttal, you know? Yeah. These are the people, I unironically do believe that K-Hive, if they were like the if they were around, they would have uh, been one of the, they would have been one of the, the, the kinds of uh, people in the north that uh, that said that well yeah, slavery should be should uh, should be abolished, but you know, like over time incrementally. Yes, incrementally. Right. You know, we we all of course need to pay reparations to the slave owners since they're losing their property. Oh, oh my god. Oh. I do believe that that was an actual argument. From that was from definitely her. an actual argument. Yeah, a so, handy uh, chat for for three dollars. I do think that there's that when talking about like the abolition movement, we yeah. should be conscious that like not not all abolitionists are created equally. That that is yeah, true. that's true. I mean, sure, that's guys, true. we we could we should end slavery. But what about the slave owners? They're gonna they're gonna feel bad, you know. They're gonna have less money, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if they have less monies, they're gonna feel sad. So if they're That's if they're right. sad, we don't want them to be sad. So we have to give them some monies for losing the the mm-hmm. properties who are peoples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. We gotta I mean, give them the money. That just reminds me of what a little bitch Andrew Johnson was. To be honest with you, <laughs> Andrew Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was a pet peeve I had throughout the Trump admin, where everyone is like, "Trump is the worst president in American history." It's like, have you read any American history? Like, <laughs> like there's been we've had some really bad ones. Yeah. yeah Today's Andrew the birthday Johnson. of one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Andrew Johnson like pardoned all the Confederate generals. Man, like, what do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, and like this was this is one of the few instances where you could say like, yeah, no, Congress was in the right. They wanted to get rid of him, this guy so badly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, like we've had, uh, and this is something where like I've had disagreements with people a lot. Is that where they where they talk about um, Trump being the worst president? And like you said, Josiah, it's like. Have you even like had a cursory glance through like American history at all? Like, yeah, there's. Yeah. Andrew Jackson stirred the trail of tears. <laughs> like, yeah. To be honest, the, o- the only valid president is Ulysses S. Grant because he looks like he would fight anybody who disagreed with him. Yeah, although, actually, I use the Grant presidency as a good example of ev- also when people act like, oh, this is like w- the most corrupt period we've ever had. Because, like, the Grant-, Grant had a lot of issues with, like, Oh, yeah, know, people totally. people patrolling like voting booths with guns to make sure nobody would come in that didn't want to vote for Grant. It's like, yeah. Right. <laughs> but he also, I, I will. But he's I will, also. I, good. I will. I will. I will say this might get me canceled, but uh, Ulysses right. Ulysses S. Grant is a problematic fave. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. He did. Uh, he did uh, put military intervention in the South to stop the KKK. That's good. Yeah. That's that true. that that is good. He yeah, there's like one that. thing that you could say about Grant is that he did not want to like he did want to continue like and actually he wanted reconstruction to actually occur. Yeah. Rather than just like either end it or have it go through like some completely inane non non process where you basically allow like the South to like return to the neo feudal state yeah. it was in, except just for sharecroppers, which is yeah. what inevitably happened anyway. Yeah. Uh, Yay! We all we love yeah. to see it. Folks. We love to see we'd it. Love to see it. We love, love to see it. 
Honestly, I'm not convinced that the South isn't just one giant Stephen King novel. <laughs> I think that will get you canceled. <laughs> yes, says says us the Northerners. Well, I, all, all of us, yeah, like we're yeah, we're all Yankees. Very, yeah. we're all Yankees. We we'll yeah. have to to invite a, a Southerner on the podcast. Uh, at some point. Uh, I, my girlfriend's from Texas. Does that count? That makes me Southern what? honorarily. See. <laughs> you're an honorary okay all right so we're covered yeah. <laughs> this counts we got we got southern representation yeah oh my god i i, oh my god. I have not been to uh to the south before but unless you count like puerto rico as the south oh wow Ah, yeah, I got. I forget you guys are really from like north, north, like northeast. Because like I think I I think the south is where I've been the most. Of like every vacation, it was like go south because that's where stuff is. Because uh, like the the east or west is too much of a drive from Iowa. The farthest I've been in America is to New Mexico. Oh yeah, I've been yeah, that's a good area. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'd like to go to New state. Mexico at some point. It, uh, though it, it is there it is kind of an empty state a bit. It's it's the That's like, what's so great about it. It's the Nebraska of the South. There's the nothing Nebraska. there. There's literally nothing there. I would yeah. like to go to like the Four Corners region. Yeah. Um, Arizona is, is amazing. I yeah. I, I very bring much Buffalo that. back. They are yeah, Buffalo that's... are coming back. I'd like to see a buffalo in person. Apparently, it's terrifying. I've yeah, well, they are. Yeah, I've seen them before. They're they're pretty they're pretty big. They're I, I mean, I've seen them out. Yeah, I've seen them out in uh, Wyoming because I have family out there. Yeah, and they are very impressive. Yeah, they're they're fucking massive. Yeah. I would also like to try to eat one. That that is uh, my my buffalo list. meat. I I've, I've eaten them. They're, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's. I, I don't know if it's much better than beef. Right. I, I don't know if it's like, like, I don't know if I'm like, oh, this is, I, I'm willing to eat an endangered animal for this taste. Right. You know what I mean? They're, it, ca- they're getting, they're coming back. Okay. Yeah. They are coming back. It's not yeah. as, it, it's. Because I, I feel like it has to taste like crack if I'm like, I'm going to extinct this animal to eat <laughs> yeah. this. Like, I, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> There was um, when I was going to college, and uh, well, I, I still like going. But when I, before before uh, the hell year of twenty twenty, um, yeah, uh, I was uh, when I was in Min- uh, Minnesota for college. Um, mm. um, I uh, when I was uh, I was going to Aldi for uh, for the you know for food, and they did have buffalo meat on sale, but it was expensive, and I was yeah, a college yeah. student. So I was uh, I was unable to buy it at that time, but I still that that's all like my bucket list of I, I would like to to I would like to try like to try it out to see like is it that much of a difference between this versus yeah. versus beef? There's a lot of like um, if you go to like a Trader Joe's here or like um, I don't know whatever the the like local equivalents of those kinds of stores like the nice grocery stores they'll have buffalo jerky, which is not very different from beef jerky. It, it really isn't. I feel like jerking it. anything kind of makes it it's, taste the same, though. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I, I like jerky, but it's like, oh, it's it's five dollars for the the same thing that would have been a two dollar piece of beef. Yeah, I mean, I, I've 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 had venison jerky. Not much of a yeah, difference. Yeah, 
Yeah, venison's not too much different than beef. That's another uh, a thing where I, I would like to to uh that that and hunting. I, I would like to go hunting. Yeah. Mm. Uh, come come down to Iowa. We'll we'll go hunting sometime. Uh, legit, I would. Uh, yeah, I do have awesome. a friend that's in in Wisconsin who's uh, offered to take me bear hunting. Oh my god! Rules. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. So whenever, whenever course, uh, we yeah. get the chance, we're, we are going to go bear hunting. <laughs> uh, Apparently, bear does is a very there's a noticeable like different taste in. Yeah, know, I've never had bear. bear. Yeah. Very Man, greasy, apparently. I love this Christian podcast. This is a this is a <laughs> right oh, oh. Christian podcast, right? Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I got, I got some theory right here. Uh, okay, let us dream right. by the greatest leftist philosopher of all time, Pope Francis. Uh, <laughs> yes, there we go. Uh, ba- based Pope. Yeah. According to the church militant, he's a Bolshevik. That's right. <laughs> it's true. He is. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's a Bolshevik bringing the gay communists into the church. That's right. I love it. Reunification, baby. We love to yeah. see it, folks. We love to see it. Unironically, <laughs> that is a good thing. <laughs> that would yes. be very good. I, I'm going to go out, uh, on, uh, uh, out on limb and say that this podcast is pro, uh, pro-communist pro church. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, people's uh, church. Pro-white genocide. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Despite that <laughs> taking down three of the four, <laughs> that's a sacrifice we're willing. That's a, it's a sacrifice we're willing to make. I, I truly, I will, I, I will weep for for you uh, <laughs> on the on the day when when the uh, on the day when the the black god Allah comes and and uh, restores the world from the Yakubian menace. I will weep for you though. <laughs> <laughs> not, not everyone though just some oh no it's jackal on the day of the cleansing <laughs> it's all, all three of us like lied Right. <laughs> the only way to be a true anti-racist is to let yourself be killed. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I- Ivermex Kendi, as as he said, uh, if you're white, kill yourself. That was that was. <laughs> the only the only kind of reparations we can do at this point is our lives. It's, it's suicide. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> It's a bunch of people just doing a mess Jonestown events. There's it the for what for what harvest has been done, it cannot be paid in 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 gold or in paper. It must be paid in blood. blood yeah. I mean Yeah, the blood will run to the knees. Now here's here's my big question. How does everybody here feel about Waco, Texas? Oh boy. Let's get canceled. Uh, I know Let's people from Waco. Okay. No, 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 the Waco massacre. I... Oh, um, well, the, from what the... what from what the people have told me about Waco, uh, my friends from Waco, uh, the first thing they'll say about the Waco massacre is, "Well, it didn't actually happen in Waco." Oh, okay. was it outside of Waco? <laughs> wow, is that yeah. that's a fun fact? Yeah, yeah, it, it, 
I think because Waco is like the the closest major city, mm-hmm. so right. they decided to, and it, I think it sounded better than like where it actually was. Um, Bumblefuck middle of nowhere massacre. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm gonna say I think probably the government started the fire. Oh I'm yeah, gonna definitely. I'm gonna, I mean, like, I'm gonna take the the edgy reactionary take. The government started the fire. Know, the, the government probably fired first. I mean, David Koresh was not a, a good dude from what I've course, heard about him. Um, he had multiple child brides. He was a very yes, bad uh, like the man was a full out pedophile, a uh, serial rapist. Um, However, but it's always weird white guys who end up thinking they're Jesus. Yeah. It is. It well, is. like I, I, I heard this. I can't verify Except for the, this. The guy from Japan. Yeah, I, I can't verify this, but I did hear a story that like David Koresh would like just kind of bullshit his audience from time to time. Like mm-hmm. apparently, some former Branch Davidian, like he was giving a sermon and like. David like cupped a hand to his ear and was like, "What's that, God? You you, you oh want me to?" <laughs> oh my god! And that was apparently the uh, the moment. Ha, you fell I... for one of the classic blunders. <laughs> See, okay, I try to be very sympathetic to people who are you know get attached to cults because you you don't get attached to cult to a cult when you're at a high point in your life. That's oh yeah, they, they prey on however. people in transitional periods. Right. If, if you, if so, if there, if I am at a low point in my life, and there is a man who is openly like, like acting like he's playing telephone with God, I am going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not falling for that. Right? I'm not. What's that, yeah. mom? You want me to, to? Oh, you want me to take twenty dollars from the guy <laughs> in row one, and you want me to invest it? So that we may prosper as a, as a people, and that I may prosper. So, you you transition to the to the to the prosperity gospel pastor so well. In this room right here, we have Satan. We have Satan. We have Satan. We have Satan, and we have the guy in row one B. And guess what? <laughs> guess what? I'm going to tell you something. He's Satan. He's Satan. He is here in the room. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. And the only Amen. way to cast him out, I'll tell you, the only the only way to cast him out is to drink this Gatorade that I have mixed with amphetamines. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Oh man. Holy shit. Pastor, Pastor Phil, I'm not sure if this is a good idea. The only way, the only way to cleanse the demon out of your body is to take Miralax. Just <laughs> don't drink anything else. Wait, we're just supposed to drink Miralax, Pastor? <laughs> just... don't, don't even mix it with water. Just eat the packets. But, but it hurts my throat. <laughs> it hurts my throat. You have to suffer as Jesus did. <laughs> this is your stigmata. Jesus didn't eat sand in the desert for 40 days so you could not eat Miralax whole. (laughs) (laughs) He could have turned that rock into bread, but he didn't. And you're going to eat the Miralax and you're going to like it. (laughs) So we found out that that Phil could have had a lucrative career as a cult leader. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. You could have you really should have done that. Like, 
all it takes is like 20 minutes of like convincing people. Mm-hmm. All like good Christian cults are also like built on like rapid anti Semitism. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Just like just frothing at the mouth. Yeah. Because any any good uh, Christian cult is going to have uh, uh, at least one one web page on their website that's dedicated <laughs> to about dedicated to either globalism or uh, or they'll just openly just say the Jews. Well. <laughs> Although my personal favorite Scientology is my personal favorite cult because it just it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Oh of yeah. Course. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, have you actually ever tried to like find out like the the I I am of, of the belief that there is actually no theology in Scientology. It's oh, yeah, nonsense. No. There's no coherent belief system. Actually, well, I actually went into a Scientology building once. How did oh, that go? No. Oh yeah. Um, no. So uh, my friends and I were in London, and there was this guy handing out uh, Scientology flyers. And, uh, so me and my friend get one, and, you know, we're just, uh, we're just, you know, walking around, you know, shooting the breeze and whatever, and we're like, and my, uh, my ex-boyfriend at the time had been kind of researching Scientology and telling us how absolutely batshit, um, it was. Um, so we were like, well, why don't, why, why don't we just go and see what this is? It'll probably re- be really funny. Um, Why don't we stop really in for a visit? Yeah, you know, we we were just like, oh, well, it'll just be like, this couldn't, that was a big mistake. Uh, so we <laughs> go in there, uh, all these Scientologist guys are, like, dressed up like Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, that was the first red flag. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yes. And they were all just kind of standing around and, like, being very overtly friendly to us. Oh, no. Hey, have and, you ever had like a? I mean, we offer free Dianetics here. Have you ever tried yeah. Dianetics? You know. Yeah. Oh no. I'm not, but, yeah. You know, it's not for every. I mean, you could do it regardless of what religion you are. You know, I, I, I'm just saying. No, but it, it gets worse because they were like, "Okay, well, write down your name and e- email addresses." Uh, we're so we're so happy that you're uh, you're here uh, to look at, look into this uh, philosophy of Scientology or whatever. I don't remember. We all, you know, put down fake names, email addresses, stuff like that. This guy comes up to me and he takes my card from me. He goes, "This is completely wrong," and like <laughs> I am about to run. I am about to run out the door, and it's just one. There is there is one second where my heart is in my throat, and then the guy starts to laugh. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's, yeah. out, of a, uh, that's out of an Ari Aster movie. Yeah. I feel like you would have run out of the building and then you would have like felt this like horrible weight on your like on your elbow and you're just like, what's going on? And then you just like find Tom Cruise there sucking on your blood like a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't oh, leave. God. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so they You can they check out any time you like. Yeah. So there, it's like, I'm trying to like it's it's like a two level complex. It's like this like really fancy, like old London Victorian style thing. So they take us up, and they have the little Scientology logo in like in like marble or whatever granite on the floor, of and course, like this yeah. mini museum. And then there's just Dianetics books are literally everywhere, <laughs> just everywhere. And so they're like, okay, well we're gonna sit you and like I forgot to tell you the guy was British and he goes, okay. Oh uh, well, that so ex- we're going okay, to. <laughs> <adding it> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to sit you down here and uh, have you watch this uh, video on Dianetics so you understand uh, the basic concepts to it, and then you can go look around our museum. And oh, so, 
I look Can over at my friends, and all of them are absolutely terrified. They're petrified by this point. Because you have all these guys, like, in, dressed up like Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, being overtly friendly, just standing around, watching us. And we just, uh, we just kind of endure this Dianetics video playing. I, I don't even remember it, I just know that, like, all the actors in it were absolute dog shit. Uh... And so I'm thinking to myself, well, I, I guess I can, like, uh, you know, stay here a few more minutes if people want to look at the museum or whatever. Every, as soon as, as soon as, it, uh, as soon as that video was done, hmm. uh, everybody fucking got up, or all my friend group, sorry, <laughs> uh, my whole friend group got up and just walked out. Just not a single word. Oh my god. Yeah. Not a single word until we were a block away. And then I remember one of my roommates just saying, that was some of the scariest shit I have ever gone through. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it uh, does, like, the that... This sounds like the opening of a cult movie of, of right? something like Midsommar. Like, this is... It's... I'm, Sorry, sorry. This was from a million years ago already, and this isn't a good audio format at all joke, but I made this. Oh, man. <laughs> let, let, let's oh, see. The thing that scares me most about Scientology is, like, you know you know that, like, video of Papa John who has, like, the grease sweats from eating, like, 50 pizzas in 30 days? Right. Of course. You know, he's he's yeah. got, like, the grease sweats hard. And he, like, says a reckoning is coming. Mm -hmm. I'm just imagining, like, L. Ron Hubbard, like, in his office with the grease sweats. Just, like, absolutely going mad and just, like, <laughs> oh, making oh. it up. Make, just completely making shit up. Oh, and yeah. just, like, emerging, uh, no. like... <laughs> listen, Out on listen, his boat Philip. in international waters to... <laughs> so he doesn't have to pay his taxes. No, he just, listen, like, emerges. Philip, he emerges we... after, like, 30, like, days in, like, Shit stained trousers, and he's just like, I'm now listen, Philip, I've done I need it. to talk to you about, about your feeding level. We need to talk about your feeding <laughs> level. level. It's oh, dangerously low, Philip. Do you know what that means? You're one of them. You're a suppressive first person, Philip. You know, we do <laughs> suppressive people, Philip. We have to take them to Sea Orc and we have to put them in the bunker. Oh, God. <laughs> Philip. Philip, don't run away from me, Philip. We'll get you. Elrond. We'll keep you on the yacht forever. <laughs> oh God! He does uh, Elrond Hubbard in every picture does look like he is like just sweating like yeah. massively every oh, yeah. picture. And you know what's you know what's even worse? They have like this entire branch that like dresses like sailors. Oh yeah, Sea Org. Hmm, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, do they do they actually do any sailing stuff? <laughs> yes and no. They kind of count as like Scientology secret police. What the fuck? <laughs> what? What? Yeah, but most of them look like big nerds who like anybody. Yeah, could... yeah. Like, yes, like they it is. They look like big nerds, but they're also like massive. It's one of those examples of Sea Org looks silly, but they are massively dangerous. To everyone else oh. and to each other. Oh, it's like the, it's like the Boogaloo Boys or the Proud Boys. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's, it's we're like it's yeah. there's there's a reason like why like you you name something like you make something as ridiculous as possible so that 
it makes me like, oh, it's just a joke, everybody. It's just something it's just, silly. It's it's you know something silly rather than um, I believe I do not quote me on this, but I think Seor might be partially responsible for for uh, a lot of like the abuse cases in Scientology. Ooh, not, oh, that's no. not. Now, I, I'm careful to say, hopefully, I don't think we should ever put this test out because we might get sued by, by the church. Oh, yeah, we're totally oh, yeah. No, 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 uh, no, he's just saying that was parody. That was, that that was, was a joke. That was yes. so that was a joke. funny. Well, not only that, that but we, we, have, we haven't even, like, picked a topic for this video. So yeah, it's just a long, winding stuff. ramble. Yeah, that's funny. right. So, so I, I think you could pull something out of this. <laughs> You know what? So, so, this is your job. So <laughs> this is my job. You're the editor. <laughs> I I have to find nuggets of Christianity do, in our do, inane do in our Do you know how relieving it is to be on a podcast and I don't edit right now? Because I could just do shit. And I'm like, oh, this is your problem later, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> when do we want to do our like first I, I, real I boy? Um we want to try next Saturday. Yeah, that sure. would probably be good. Yeah, I could do it next Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I straight up sent a video I made. That doesn't work for a podcast. That's not how podcasts work. Not, this is a, yeah. this is a audio format. You can't see this. <laughs> Don't worry, it was funny. David Koresh is a serial <laughs> rapist. No, you got to play it. It's good. Well, it was no, it's this, very good. This oh. was this was from way earlier, so. It doesn't Why do I? Okay, this is gonna be a weird, like, hot take, but I feel like, uh oh, I feel like Tom Cruise is the kind of people who like the kind of person who like sucks on earlobes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was not an image I needed. Jesus, <laughs> Phil, you just gave me chills. <laughs> I'm very good at that. Thank you, Jackal. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I gotta get. I'll give. I'll give you this. Just that, that was a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I now now imagine if I just dropped that on our Mammonberg Twitter with no explanation. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, just do it. Let, just the, do it. let the people know what they can expect. Well, this yeah. is great. This is great because this is the first post we've actually done. Yeah. We haven't posted on it. We just retweeted. No, yeah, we. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I had in my head that we were gonna have a structure, but I guess we're not doing that. No, we will have a structure on the first official episode. I, I think loose structure, because I think these weird tangents that we seem to all get into are very funny. <laughs> like, yeah, and, I, and we're entertainers first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. We are supposed to be making the the people chuckle. Um, because if they chuckle, then they will internalize the communism. <laughs> we're, we're you can't you can't disagree with someone you're laughing with. That's yeah. true. That, that's the rules, actually. That's, that's why that's... if we... That's why that's a part of our secret George Soros-funded plot is to make the people <laughs> laugh. Yeah. And so that we can spread the... So we can spread Antifa worldwide, actually. Wait, yeah. I gotta do, like... I gotta do, like, the Joker laugh. Like, the... <laughs> that is like actually the... a very good Joker laugh. Uh... I used to be a professional clown. At a scare attraction. 
Okay, so you were a professional scary clown. A professional scary clown. I did make a kid shit himself once. Uh, okay, let's talk about that. Wait, you can't just drop that and not talk about it. Okay, so what happened was oh, it was God. it was before I was a clown. So for two years, I was in a trail called Big Top Terror. But the year the the first year, I was stuck in a trail called uh, Total Darkness. Yeah. And what happened was I scared this one kid, and he just like he like immediately like had a spasm. And, like, when he went, like, in, in the saddest, most pathetic voice I've ever heard, he just went, oh, I shit my pants. <laughs> and I, 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 was, I was like, okay, you know, he's being hyperbolic. Like, you know, he's, you know, he's just, he's so scared that he just, like, that's what he said. And then the smell started to roll in. And oh, like, no. No. No, I'm too good at my job. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. However, get a T-shirt for that. I got standout. <laughs> I got standout ghoul for my trail. There you go. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and, and I got a shirt out of it that I like stored up the attic because I wore it so much that it like any like did signifying you... markers eventually like started to like mm. get really cracky and terrible. Yeah, you you you, you wore out the ink. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, pretty much. Oh man, I was uh, I was reminded of a uh, of the the Josiah the link that you sent of the Nevada bill that will allow tech companies to create. Oh like, yeah, governments. yeah. So we are so we should we should move to uh to Nevada to start up the yeah, uh, to start uh, a megacorp mammon bird city. <laughs> <laughs> mammon it would be so cool to start like a little communist commune. Just <laughs> just make everything out of those like shipping containers and just like put yes. solar panels everywhere. Add <laughs> <laughs> my own food. I, I do love it's like a twenty person communist government and somehow a coup happens. <laughs> because of course the, it does. The CIA yeah. backs <laughs> <laughs> Back to just one guy with a gun who shows up <laughs> I'm giving you all democracy uh, all you need is one good guy with a gun to ruin right. communism yeah. all it takes is, is, is all it takes is one decent American man who, who has it in his heart to spread freedom to every stretch where the red terror lies <laughs> It, it's really just like a fascist Superman. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Homelander from, from the boys. It's a, yeah. Superman uh, who like kills a saint at mass. Yeah. Certainly. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, Saint Oscar. You know, we, we could uh we could drop this episode that we're doing right now because okay, when when you launch a podcast, um supposedly for algorithm's sake, dropping two episodes at the first day is what you're like supposed to be good. I don't know why my co-host told me that and he's a tech guy, so I believe him. Um what if we have this right here just entitled This One Doesn't Count? Yes, like, that was <laughs> perfect. That'd be good. Right. It would be a great it would be a great introduction to our personalities. We could just yeah, like, yeah. we could all be like, "Hey, everybody, uh, this is this is what we're all like." Whoa. This is what we're all like, yeah. And then the first episode is the one that's that's a, a bit more structured than, yeah. than this one. Something we're a bunch of quirky Christian fellows. Yeah. And, whoa. Yeah. Where I think Christianity has come up twice. I
Yeah. Uh, let's all go around and say uh, our religious views. Uh, I'll start. I guess I'm Eastern Orthodox for this episode. Uh, what, are, what are you, Phil? I'm like an ecumenical, like anarchist Christian. Oh, I see. Right. Uh, Roman Catholic. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Non-denominational <laughs> Protestant. With, look, okay, just Protestant. Just say uh, Protestant, Protestant with no labels. Protestant yeah. with no labels. I like that. I miss the. Uh, I miss your old. Uh, your old cover photo on Twitter. That was the non-denom <laughs> with the Winnie yeah. the Pooh in the suit. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. good. Although that I will say one. that your new photo reminded me that Witchfinder General flipping slaps. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. The uh, I, I'm not sure I want to let go of my my Witchfinder General, um, <laughs> the Witchfinder General uh, profile picture. It's very funny. It is funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that like it's something because I, I thought like, do I want like a? I feel that if I got like a painting of anyone, it would just come off as being like a trad account. Yeah, right. I thought, but I, I thought this is a this is a. This is enough of a deep cut where I could uh, uh, sort of uh, skirt the line with that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just, I I just really... made my image Javier Bardem looking like slightly like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did. Um, I, I did realize a bit of a irony where... Do you remember that really dumb take about that, the, that uh, the quote-unquote historian talking about, uh, about the, the, that, the, that the witch... Uh, the witch trials were like a a form of human sacrifice. Yeah, what oh the fuck God, was that? That was stupid as shit. Uh... I'm literally taking a class on witchcraft, like in Christian history right now. That was dumb. Like, oh, yeah. like, yeah, was... my professor oh, is very pro witch, and she would think that's dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's... like, go ahead, finish. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying. I I don't really understand a lot of the. I shouldn't say victimization, but just like the the obsession with you know the we are we are the daughters of the witches you couldn't uh, you couldn't burn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me, um, I I have probably more of a basis of feeling, I guess, quote unquote, oppressed uh, mm-hmm. by anti witch hysteria than literally most people on uh, Twitter, since I am a Salem descendant. Oh yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, not so of you any say this. Yeah, this is, this is um, part of your heritage. Yeah, not yeah, not um, not one of the people who were hanged, but uh, we certainly kind of suffered from the fact that everyone went insane. And yeah, my ancestor said, "Hey guys, I don't think that this is a really uh fair way of doing <laughs> trials," and they kicked him <laughs> out. <laughs> Holy shit. I think this is a bit of a kangaroo court. Ah, yeah. witchcraft. He knows what a kangaroo is. What's a kangaroo? What is it? What are you talking about? What's a kangaroo? Yeah. Guys, this seems like a complete witch hunt. <laughs> I was great granddaddy like, Finch. I think like granddaddy Finch. Granddaddy, Granddaddy Finch, the defender of witches. That's, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that in the uh, in the potential uh, the episode titles. Yes. The, the episode title is Granddaddy Finch. <laughs> I also put uh, Hotep 
Mussolini. <laughs> Every time someone says Hotep, I still think of that film, Bubba Hotep. <laughs> yeah. Hotep Mussolini. <laughs> I don't know what that episode will be, but I'll find a way to. I do have those images of, uh, oh, of Black can... Mussolini. Uh, we so can talk. <laughs> right. We we could talk about the uh what's what's the guy that was going on the anti-Semitic rants? Uh, oh, that was God, going around. Yeah. There's yeah. so many of them. Well, yeah, the guy, the guy, the the black guy doing whiteface. I don't. Know. Oh, yeah. that guy. The, yeah. The Hotep Joker. Yeah. Yeah, Hotep, Hotep Joker. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> man, that was. Oh scary. man. Yeah, I've got a, uh, I've got issues with uh with. I okay, so I, I unironically do think that the Organi is a part of Black Hammer. I do think that they're like a Fed psyop. I could I could believe that. Yeah, I can see that. I, I I think, and if they are, that this is a bad psyop. Like this is <laughs> it's so blatant. Pro yeah. has dropped the ball like recently. This is a bad psyop. Um, yeah, I, I think the yeah Anne Frank is a colonizer doesn't work. I don't think anybody's like Jesus. going like, oh man, you're totally right, totally, dude. Right, man. I mean, For obviously, sure. obviously, it it was colonization when they buried her corpse. Yep, that was colonizing colonized the, the ground yeah. with her deceased <laughs> like, body. Yes, <laughs> that's yeah. how that is. That's how colonism. That, that's how colonialism works. That that is. That's what makes yeah. a colonizer. Yeah, um, when you get yeah. when you get killed by a fascist government, that's when that's called colonization. And you're you're a teenager. <laughs> that's that's what makes <laughs> that makes you a colonizer. That's right. Were you that's murdered right. by? <laughs> and also, okay, like what? Okay. So to a serious aside here, it is it's a very ahistorical idea to, to project European Jews as if they were white, because mm. they were not. They were not right. considered white at that point. And this is again, I yeah. think the part of this has to go with that people need to understand that that like that that whiteness has evolved yeah. over time. That it's not a yeah. that it's not something that's it's conditional. And mm-hmm. Jews for a long time, and still now, like I think you can still Arguably, you can yeah. still make the art. I think you can make an argument that there is that there are Jews who will who will benefit from it, but anti-Semitism is still so inherently strong to like right wing yeah. ideology yep. that it's it's harder, but it does happen. Um, mm-hmm. um, like uh, Roy Cohn, Roy Roy Cohn, Roy Cohn, Roy Cohn was Jewish. Um, mm-hmm. And also gay, but no, the, neither of those thing, neither of those things, um, stop them from being just a massive piece of shit. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have like um, Dennis, Dennis Prager. Yeah, yeah. I forget he's no, Jewish. I always do too. Yeah, no, and and Ben Shapiro, I suppose. But but yeah, no, like whiteness is like an evolving category. Like you know, uh, Irish became white, but like Arabs lost being white. Like, right. um, fun mm-hmm. fact, the, the census before 9-11 included Arabic as a subcategory of white. Um, yeah. And like, then after 9-11, they were their own thing all of a sudden. To be honest, I think the best case for the concept of whiteness in the States is the absence of racialization. Mm. You, you, you oh. essentially get adopted into the unracialized majority. Mm-hmm. Mm. And anything else that is racialized like exists like uh, without that it's like how yeah, italians like, like italians irish people 
you know, there have been long histories of discrimination of like various ethnic groups mm-hmm. in America, but they yeah. all started to get homogenized yeah. because they were lumped into like this absence of like Ooh. racialization. That's, that's kind of interesting because I was talking well, like last time we talked, I was talking about how Iowa, the way Iowa is versus how you guys kind of are on the East coast. I think there's a case to be made that like the Midwest is like the epitome of white because yeah, I, nobody here is that Italian guy. They are just that guy. You, you know what I mean? And like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's no like identities whatsoever. I don't know. Um, no, that from, makes sense. if it, unless you're, unless you're black or unless you're, um, you know, Mexican or something like that, then, then you are th- that Mexican guy or that black guy, but you're not, you know, there's no like that Italian guy. I don't know. Right. I think right. I, it, it is interesting, uh, where I, like you're right, Jose, where like the Midwest does kind of have like this blanket, like just white person, kind mm-hmm. of, like, just there's a blanket kind of white, just, yeah. though I think you could, that there are specific parts of Minnesota, well, not Minnesota, mm-hmm. well, Minnesota that like, I think Minnesota kind of has more of a stronger, like Nordic, um, yeah, Scandinavian. We got a lot of German here. here, yeah. Yeah, there's, I, I, there's a lot of German influences, but Again, like, I think for, like, a lot of people, you could probably ask them, a, a lot of white people, you could probably ask them, like, where did your family come from? They could probably say, mm-hmm. but, and this is actually a question. But it, it's not like a piece of identity. Like, yeah, yeah. Is that, like, is that a thing where, like, the, will they even know or even care to know about it? Not, it's not a strong thing. Um, people, like, will know it, but it's because of, like, a, a, a 23 and Me or something like that. It's not like... It's not like you have this, I'm, you know, oh, I come from a line of Italians or something like that. Like, I'm technically ethnically German and Irish, but like, I don't, I don't really have any of those identities in me whatsoever. Um, You know, it's not like the food I eat or whatever represents any of that identity um, pretty much at all. So that is interesting. Because yeah. like, uh, speaking from like, for like, I'm half, uh, half Puerto Rican, half uh, Bayesian. And there's, that's kind of the opposite. Like I grew up eating, you know, like Puerto Rican dishes and, you know, um, uh, Caribbean dishes and uh, uh, and also like just, there's also just, I think that there's something interesting where if like you're Afro-Caribbean, you get lumped into the broader, like African-American hegemony. Yeah. Which is not quite accurate. Yeah. No, like, and this was something that was, we touched on in our uh, African-American art class that I, that Mm. I'm in, um, that uh there's kind of like this uh like we briefly covered like topics about like pan-africanism um and how that sort of applies to like the african-american identity where the african-american identity like there are black people from the african diaspora all around the world right however if you're born in the united states or if you're in the united states you're considered african-american even though your ancestry is not to the slit to the slaves of your ancestors were not American slaves in co- in cotton or sugar plantations. Mm. Yeah, you were the, you were slaves of a different variety um, somewhere else. But you're not tied to this specific cultural heritage. But you kind of are because even though like I'm Afro Caribbean, mm-hmm. you when I grow as growing up, I didn't really see growing up. You don't really see like there's a difference between Afro Caribbean and African American. There's not. Right, it's not right. like that line doesn't really exist. Um, at least like I, that's not what I grew up with. Like I, I, when learning about like the civil rights movement, like it was a, 
and talking about like you know Martin Luther King or uh, Malcolm X, like these people were not sort of seen as well. These are the heroes for for the African Americans. They're for for you know the broader like the black people for the African diaspora, not necessarily mm. for this. It's interesting how kind of African American yeah. identity is kind of tied with like it's it's specific but it's also broad in that way if that makes yeah. sense yeah no that's that's really interesting um i also think it's it's interesting because i think like eth ethnicity or, or whatever um there's kind of like a weight to it um I, I, this is just what I was thinking when you were saying that. So, like, um, like I again, like I was saying, I don't, I don't hold any meaning to being uh, ethnically German and Irish. Um, but like, so, so my bringing up my girlfriend again, she's she's uh, Mexican, um, and so there's like this weird like, oh, she doesn't really like spicy food, and so I am I a real Mexican? Like, there's like a weird sense of like cultural. Oh, am I betraying that? I, I you know, that. you know, you know what I mean. As yeah, like, no, I as like I, I'm not like, I'm not like. Oh, if I didn't like sausage, I wouldn't be like. Oh man, I'm not, I'm not truly German. I've, I've betrayed, <laughs> you know, like, you know. Right. Uh, although no, no, I, I, I do like, that, yeah. I do like ironically justifying my alcoholism with with those. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> you yeah. two sides, two, I two just, very I just strong have uh, to do alcohol this. cultures. <laughs> Yeah. I will blood. say that my fiance's resistance to like spicy Bengali food, mm -hmm. she's Bengali. Yeah. So my fiance's yeah. resistance to spicy food has eroded a little bit over time. Yeah, yeah. She can still handle it, but it's it's not like a perfect ten anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. That's it's interesting. And she's like, she's like, I feel bad about it because like I used to be able to like eat all this and I can't now. Yeah. And well, and I think there's something a little bit, a little bit sad about becoming white. I feel like, um, because I, because I don't have that. I, I cause I, on the other hand, like I don't have a sense of like, Oh, I'm Irish, you know, mm -hmm. I just have, I'm, I'm Iowan. <laughs> you know, the I, saddest I, part I'm, about just... the saddest part, saddest part about I mean, becoming white is that you just become a, a massive racist. <laughs> Yeah, that also, yeah. I, I didn't <laughs> like having to do that, but you know, it's, <laughs> no, not, oh, of course, of course, let me, let me clarify that that does not mean, that oh man, that that's, that's, little... that's totally equal to the oppression. That, no, <laughs> when you self-identify as a white uh, person in the middle of, in the middle of the night, a tiny Hitler <laughs> crawls into your ear and whispers sweet nothings. Oh my God. <laughs> do you, do you, do you, I, it makes me think of that, uh, that, um, oh fuck the king of the hill episode where bobby wants to be like a white comedian because he really likes black comedians so he looks up like jokes about white his white ethnicity and then he goes up mm -hmm. and does like a bunch of like nazi talking points <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no oh no bobby no that's like being part of the the pure aryan race <laughs> Oh man, yeah. yeah it's, a, I think it's a the, great episode. <laughs> that is interesting, though. That there's there's a very stark difference between like, like there black comedy that like mm -hmm. inherently talks about like black issues is very different from like just standard like bog standard like relatable white guy comedy. Right, right, right. Well, like, have you guys ever seen the movie? Uh, Sorry to bother you. Uh, yes, I'm familiar. I have yeah. not. It's on my watch list though. Oh, it's that so it's so good. <laughs> 
it's very good. You drag like you drag your white pants to that movie, and they'll be like, "I don't, I don't understand it at all." Yeah, it's yeah. and that that's something um it's something that was interesting from that where I, I do um that's something where I was little when I would answer the phone um people would would and then you know, when they would see me like in reality they would say like oh you're black because mm-hmm. I, I because you know they have a certain like view of what my voice sounded like and I, I i don't know my voice just sounds like me i don't know if i sound like a white guy or a black guy I just sound yeah you like just sound me. like your, your voice like is your jackal voice. yeah so it was always like as a kid it was always weird to me and i i think i as a i think i tweeted about this at some point but i as a kid i didn't really think about it that much until when i was in in a in in a first grade i think um in a mm. catholic school no less um no oh. Despite the fact that uh, uh, both both my parents <laughs> do not like Catholicism. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, I, that's interesting. I have no idea, but my dad went to Catholic school a lot. Like for he went through various religious schools, like a Catholic, Methodist, uh, mm. Presbyterian, um, and out of all of that, he he said he most definitively did not like Catholic school. <laughs> Yet I went yeah, to Catholic school. <laughs> I, I don't. It's it's Look, weird. It, it that, that... Sucked, but you do need the guilt. I think. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's interesting is that that's the one thing from Catholic from the, from Catholic school that I did adopt. I didn't get the the Catholic guilt. I just got oh, the like. Man. Aside from the from the story that I was going to say, but I remember my favorite part of Catholic school was going to church. Oh really? Oh yeah. That was. I was always upset that I didn't get. I wasn't able to take communion because I wasn't Catholic. <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> the teacher wouldn't let me go 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 up in, in line and take communion. Um, uh, but I remember. No, go ahead, Philip. Yeah. Oh, I was just I was just gonna say that the best the best part about like you you gotta have a little bit of guilt. You gotta have a little bit of shame, lest we yeah. all become like weird evangelicals who like walk on holy ground all the time. Oh yeah. Yes, you, yeah. you got to have a little bit of a. That's I think a you gotta, little you bit of confidence be a little bit of yourself. Yeah. You got to wake up every right. morning, look at yourself, and say, "Ah, oh, you pet, you pathetic fallen creature, get out there!" Yeah, and like, I was gonna say. Yeah, yourself. I was gonna say. I, mean, I, I, I don't, us, I don't us, have Catholic guilt, but I have Calvinist guilt for sure. <laughs> yeah. A little I mean, bit I, of I, us, I, us Catholics have got it down to a science. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. <laughs> Original it's sin, really. more like toss it in the bin. Humanity's trash garbage. The entirety what? just absolutely, absolutely decadent. One, one thing creatures. that seems kind of nice about Catholicism, I think, though, when it comes to the guilt stuff, is you also have confession. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, I have guilt. I have a thing to do about it. It's like with the kind of Protestant upbringing I have, it's kind of like, uh, I, you know, you have guilt, but you're forgiven vaguely. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't feel forgiven. Uh, yeah. I, I think yeah. there was like, what have I done? What have I done? I'm a guilty boy. I'm a guilty boy. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. No, it's I, like you it, don't feel bad about what you did. You're just already fallen, and you were shitty even if you didn't do it. I think there's <laughs> a bit like that. There was at least like in the black side that there was like the idea of like you can talk to the community. Um, mm. I think like black prostatism does kind of have something similar to. It's not That's at all of... quite similar to confession, but there's at least this idea that like the community yeah. is there for you. It will there, back you up. There's a thing to do about the guilt. I think that's and that's. I think that's Protestantism, and I, I think you could even say maybe American culture as a whole it kind of struggles with that because I, I think you right. need. I think it's really human if you if you fuck up to like 
want to make it right but right. it's like much more abstract i don't know in like um I, you could probably make a make an argument that like part of at least for america it's the rugged individualism yeah I, I think that's very much a part of it mm-hmm. you gotta deal with shit by yourself you coward um, Jack, you yeah. were telling a story that we uh, yeah. just derailed. Sorry. <laughs> right, yeah. So the Asai was uh, something that Catholicism did uh, put a deep love in me was, uh, the Catholics would be put a deep love in me was, uh, I remember that the church that we went to uh, had this giant, it was a giant crucifix of Jesus. It was a highly mm. detailed statue of, of, of Jesus. Um um, and it was, I think he was, uh, the depiction of Jesus was, he was not quite, he was dying on the cross. And it always sort of like disturbed me as a kid when I would go to it, um, uh, where we would, because it was, it was so big, it was over, it was bigger than, than, than what I was. I was l- like a tiny kid. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I remember like, I, I asked, I think it was the, uh, the, the, the priest there. I asked like, why is he, why is he in pain? And I said, oh, well, he, he, I think he said like something about like, he's, uh, he died for you. And it was something that, like, it, it, it sort of, like, it's still this kind of, like, love in me for it. Like, mm-hmm. like it was, like, one of those, like, definitive moments of your life where it, like, it defines something for you. Yeah. Like, right. this great misery for, for me. For you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which it's, uh, it's kind of interesting because I think the aversion to penal substitutionary atonement oftentimes is that that's a bad thing. But I don't know if I don't think it is because I, I I mean, I can understand like uh, kind of the stereotype of like the the intense Catholic who's like, you know, you put him there uh, to some like five year old kid. who's <laughs> but, but on the other hand, there is something I think of like, uh, oh, but he he did that for me. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that there's like yeah. a ba- there should be a balance. Um, yeah, yeah. I right. mean, there is an element of you know your your sins put him there, but also an element of and he he wants to be there, like right for, for you. <laughs> like, I think it always should. It, I, I there know. should always be like the the. This will be an odd statement, but I think that you shouldn't remove uh, Jesus's agency in in the uh, in the, mm. in the, the, the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That like this is this is not like God's agency in this in this case. Like this is not like that. This is a choice that God has made for us. Mm-hmm. I think, like, there I is. Think I think that more, that's more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. God's um, like, I did. I suffered through death for you guys, and He's yeah. not haughty about it. He's right. just like, I just really like you guys. Yeah, and just every. <laughs> I, I, I just like really that. Like usually, that's that's framed in such intense love language, but it's kind of yeah, cute yeah. the way you're like. Oh, I, just, I really like. I just really like you. Guys. I just really like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I just really, really, really like you. Oh my god! For, for so, uh, yeah, Finch, what god is so liked. Really, really liked man so much. He He's sent so down like his me. only son. That's good. I like that. I do. Unironically, I think that there's a point to that kind of language. To like, yeah. to, mm-hmm. to like, I think I think that there's kind of a, a point to to that language to like mm-hmm. really get across. Like, yeah, no, it's it's because God likes us. It's a, it, that's why he did this. I I think I think that's true actually because um, when we in like English when we use the word love. Uh, we think of like agape love, which is good, which is good. But then like, there's also an element of agape that's like, 
oh, even if I hate you, I love you. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm, yeah. Right. I'm doing this, but like, if it's like I like you, um, that communicates something different. So that's like, that's not just oh, I I have this obligation, uh, but it, it's like I I genuinely enjoy you. Right, and that's something that's uh, that I think that. I, I think that that's kind of a when it comes to like language and God. I think that that's something interesting. Of there's when talking about like God's love, they definitely put it where like it's it's a burden on you're putting a burden on God. You're putting a a uh, like you're you it, like you said like it's it's like you're you're this this uh you're you're a bur- you're a burden to to God by your existence, kind of like it's. You're sin- like it's kind of guilt tripping you in a way, which you know, there's a point to that, but there's also sort of like you could go too far with it. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that there should be like I was reading. Um, I, I I was reading about a one of my favorite uh, um, faith traditions to to read about, other than the Abrahamic ones, is a uh, Hinduism. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in Hinduism, there was uh, Hinduism used to be a very like uh, like ritualistic, elitist. Uh, religion um mm-hmm. uh before and that's that's a very broad statement because you know hinduism is not a it's not like where you say like christianity where yeah no it's, at least it's like a, a really chaotic religion hinduism it's it's got so, so like it's it's but there's at least like a couple like there are vague there are like overarching like gods and concepts that you can that you can sort of apply to a wide variety of uh, of beliefs but yeah around the medieval period there was a movement um called the bhakti movement which was uh sort of started like basically it was a, it was around like devotional loving worship of of a of a, of of god um yeah um and it, it involved with both like uh, vishnu and shiva um mm-hmm. and something that was interesting was where they would there was a there was a whole plurality of how one could one's personal relationship with god could be where it was from from being like a personal friend to being you know like a parent and i think that's something that you know christian that i think that you know christianity can kind of take from we should is is think about like what kind of relationship with god can one have in that way mm-hmm. yeah Hey, we got some religion in this episode now. We did. Yeah, we, we, we did. did it, guys. We, we brought we it back. Hard. <laughs> we brought we, it back we, on topic. We managed to get it. Oh, I was going to talk about about the the thing that happened in Catholic school. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Now yeah, back right. to shit posting. Now <laughs> back to shit posting. What happened now back Catholic to shit posting was I was playing. There was oh, there were, there was this girl in Catholic school um, that. Uh, uh, was very she was very mean. I don't know why she was mean to everyone around her, but she was. Um, I remember there was I don't remember why she said this, but something came up where like she just came up to me and said, "Well, you know that like uh, white skin is prettier than black skin." My mom oh. said so, and that was like the first time as a kid. Holy where shit! I, where, Holy like, shit! <laughs> that was like the first time as a kid where like this even like. Because I think, like, we had Martin Luther King Day, like we had, but I didn't think about it in that way until, yeah, like, yeah. that yeah. happened. And, and, like, I was mm. confused, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, I, what do you mean my, my skin's, like, uglier than yours? What are you talking about? Yeah. And, and I, you got done the, racism. I got, that was my first racism. That, that, that was your sucks. first racism. Oh man, man that, that sucks. Sucks, Jackal. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it, it was not like I. I don't think as a kid I didn't take it like 
I was more so confused and like offended or hurt. But yeah. Upon like, I would look back on it like every couple of years and think like, "Wow, yeah, that was like the first time that someone like like that I someone like came up to me and uh, like disliked me for something that I had no control over." Mm. Yeah. It was. Huh. It, it it it's. I do like. I look back. I wonder like, what is she like now? Like, what is she? Yeah. And like there's a there's on my more optimistic days I, I do sort of hope that like she's grown out of yeah that, that didn't like she was she managed to grow out of it but then God I bet she's a horse girl. Whoa, okay. <laughs> oh, well, well speaking not... as a horse girl, I just I don't... okay. Does not I will represent say... all of us as a, we are not just one hive mind of girls who like horses. <laughs> there is a 13 there is like a finch is a leader of the anti-racist horse girls was <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so it it's like the the, the anti-racist yeah. skinheads yeah that's that's just like <laughs> it's just like a giant uh like medieval battle like the yeah, the yeah. racist horse girls and the anti-racist horse girls <laughs> are just on the horses and they just slam into each other you just like roll up on a on a group of skinheads and you find out that they're not skinheads, they're just like a group of Joe Rogan cosplayers. <laughs> Joe Rogan co- cosplayers. A group of Gerardway's cousins cosplayers. Yeah. <laughs> one of, okay, this is entirely off topic, but one of my favorite stories mm. is this guy who looked sort of like I forget what band member he like supposedly looked like. But he went around impersonating him mm. because he had like a vague resemblance. Oh, God, good. it reminds me of that conservative Keanu image. Conservative <laughs> Keanu? What? Hold on. There was this guy who was like, there was this guy who was at like a like a motorcycle, like a motorcycle thing, and like he had a MAGA hat. And he had this guy. He had this arm around this guy who like. Only looked like Keanu Reeves if you squinted a bit. Hmm. And he was like, wouldn't you know, uh, Keanu is a uh, Trump supporter and really loves motorcycles. And, I mean, everybody knows about the motorcycle <laughs> thing, but, uh, y- you know. Yeah. I don't I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so, buddy. And he, he, his, <laughs> his face looks like Keanu Reeves' face, slightly, except replace cheekbones with, like, two little, like, squirrel pouches. Um, speaking of uh of religious stuff i i found a bad take that bruv put on my feed bad take bad take let's go okay let's load wait why is it not loading yeah we rub the bad take on our skin lest we get (laughs) oh man no oh no this is why oh, I this is why I hate on evangelicals. Just just this is why Purity culture So wait, okay, so I got to read this like a posh Okay, yeah, re- read it since Purity this is uh, on audio. Impurity culture. Penal substitutionary atonement. Original sin doctrine. The rapture. Non-affirming theology. Complementarianism. Theology of redemptive suffering, hell as eternal torment. All of this is complex trauma that keeps people dependent on the corporate church to cope. Thank you. 
Wow. Oh boy. Okay. And there's Uh-oh. like a couple in here that I would agree with. Like maybe I, I would one. Maybe. I, okay. I would say as 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 a as a as a universalist, I will say that Hell is Eternal Torment. I do. That is a sticky point for me. I, I don't. I don't believe that Hell is a Eternal Torment. Is at best a purgatorial mm. thing. I, I do think that uh, that you know, like uh, the, obviously, the rapture is not real. Uh, that that's not right. Right. Sure. That. Um, I don't know culture. where it came from either. I feel like it spawned from it's the culture. Very country. American. It's very American. It's it's uh yeah it's it's dispensational uh yeah that stuff. Also, <laughs> quick question: How's my audio? I hope is there a lot of oh, background. Okay, uh, right. I haven't heard any background. Like, noise. did Harold Camping just wake up one day and be like, "Hey, you guys are all gonna lose your clothes or some shit"? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I blame the I, I, I blame premillennial dispensationalism on the Left Behind series. I know it didn't create it, but it oh, popularized God. it. I think. oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I blame, I think I blame about... like Ronald Reagan for mostly everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that also true. Should. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. you could blame a lot of like the American right on Ronald Reagan, but it's not the Ronald I Reagan did not cause the American Ronald. right. There, it's kind of a symbiotic thing. My fellow yeah. Americans, today we are talking about. Uh, he he just you know what he just he's so saggy. Now, my fellow Americans, I am here to talk to you that today I I I, I had no idea. That we did sell arms Hello, to buddy. terrorists. I have no idea that it happened, but we did. Um, I really don't like that he called his wife mommy. I know why he did, this but is, I, I oh don't my like God. it. Okay, so this is, yeah. and I have there, I have, I'm presented with three people, so I should probably ask this to you. What is the, there's a, th- like, this is also with uh, with uh, the previous, the previous vice president that we just had, Mike Pence, mm, where he yeah. called his, his wife mother. Why is this a thing? That yeah, apparently in like I think what? in the Midwest it's more common. No, no, it's not. <laughs> That's what somebody told me. Josiah Josiah has sold the truth. Josiah, do you do you call your girlfriend mother? I do not I do not do that. No. Mother Oh my god. <laughs> it's like a kink thing. Like these old men just have a mommy kink. I, I think it has to be like, oh, oh man. Know, man! Like Reagan was into whips and chains and shit. Just an uh, hey there, mommy. Do you know Reagan was into astrology? I did. That's that not wow. Like would, he he had a professional astrologer who like did yeah. There's a strong case to be made that the war on drugs happened because of. This because of the astrology, astrology yeah. yeah. I think I think uh, Listen, I'll, I'll plug my another Bruce podcast. Is I'm going to incarcerate black people yes. from little to no. Yep. Yes, yep. that's where I that's where I heard this too. Yep. <laughs> because I had no, I had no idea that there was like a like the Reagans had a professional astrologer, and they both took her absolutely seriously. Like very they, like seriously, she was yeah. she was like a professional advisor to them. She was also a horrible person. I, I held oh yeah. shit, something fell. Um, held very racist views about Native Americans. Yes. Oh no. Um. Hey, speaking of this tweet, I think I think we should come come clean about our uh, our, poli- our our theological views. We should go okay. down this list and just say <laughs> yes or no to it without any explanation. Okay. <laughs> All right. Purity culture. <laughs> 
Nuance, just not yes really. or no. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, I can't. No, that's not fair. <laughs> it really, you really backed us in a corner here. Yeah, oh, we're just, we're all the podcast is being canceled before we even started. You know what? I'm going. Uh, I'm going. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Maybe. No. I don't know. Possibly. No, I'm, 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 I'm saying no, darling. No, no, no. And I would just, I'll say hard no. Well, we're doing some, we got some no's and some maybes to purity culture. Penal mm. substitutionary atonement. Uh, my, hold on. Let me, I'm going to copy paste this so that I can briefly Google it because I can't remember. Hold on. Uh, I need like a dictionary, please. Jesus, Jesus uh, died in in your place because the wages of sin uh, is death, and so somebody needed to die, so Jesus died. Uh, Isn't this just a part yes. of Christian theology, though? Yeah, that's like that, just basically yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of just you, you, that's you just, certainly would think, right? Mm. That's just the, what 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 I will what yeah, I will yeah. say what I will say the hatred of penal substitutionary atonement that I think is fair um, is that there are more than that atonement theories and they're all kind of true and all in scripture but a lot of Calvinists only pay attention to penal substitutionary atonement okay. so that that's, okay, that's why people critique it but then they go as far as to start dumping it out and I think that's dumb well it is kind of like the harshest it's the harshest version yeah. of it. But it's also it's kind like all of them are more or less true. Yeah, it does kind of sound like you should be critiquing the way people use it rather than the theory itself. Yeah, this is yeah. So uh, original original sin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a yes. part of that's that's a part of theology. The rapture. I mean, we just suck. The rapture. We really just suck. No. No. no we're, we're not going. We're not going to. Yeah. We're not going to be flown up into the sky. I, yeah, I kind of everybody yeah, going to I the mean, rapture. It, it's a pretty it's a pretty hard no for my church. So yeah, yeah, no for me. Uh, Non-affirming theology. No. 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 I, I hate the way the church treats gay people. Gay people. There we go. LGBTQ people. I'm kind of impressed thus far. I think we're like all on the same page about this. Yeah, pretty That's much. Nice. Good job. Complementarianism. Uh, we're all like major lib cucked Christians. My God. <laughs> 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 I, I think uh, Miss uh, Joe Lumen would not think we are lib Christians at all. I think oh, she no. think we're reactionaries. Think probably, <laughs> despite the fact that it seems we overall agree with her broadly, but just this is a bad tweet. Yes. Complementarianism. Complementarianism. Uh, no, I'll say no. I'll, I'll, yeah. No? No. I'm going to say no, no because I'm just confused As... about what that means. As a, uh, there's uh, uh, separate but equal, but for gender roles. Oh no, that's I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't Sorry, like that. that. Was the most uncharitable way to put. I that. mean, but <laughs> I mean, it, that's I mean, it's uncharitable, but that is what it is in essence. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll say, I, I'll a, say no with with asterisks, but I can't give those asterisks. So. Lest we also I, forget, it has like a very reductionist view of like gender. Yeah, exactly. Right. As a as a as a democratic confederalist and a and as someone who you know re- has read uh, Bookchin, I I am I am obligated to like be into into like social ecology and feminism, and because of that, no hard no. no. Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, we can, all, we can a... all pretty much say since we're leftists here that we're like lib cucked feminists, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no to complementarianism for me because I'm a woman. But... Yeah, that would be that would be. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah. 
uh, trad uh, trad wife uh, Finch probably is into it, but not normal Finch. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Yeah. No. Trad wife Finch is into it. Definitely. I yeah. I don't obviously like not. A, it's not a theological level thing. The asterisk is more just. I think. I think there is necessarily in a marriage like like you kind of develop your own individual roles like some person does x some person does y but i think right. that's individual to each person and so yeah that's i think not, it's not i like, don't think like you can sorry go ahead Josiah, sorry no yeah i was gonna i mean just like yeah i think i think yes the goal of like a marriage of complementing each other's strengths or whatever that's good that's fine but um when you start to be restrictly be like oh this is what women do this is what men do i, I don't think that's good very I, yeah, bad. I would agree. I, I would say like it should be something where like it's a role that that one person develops over, mm -hmm. as the relationship goes on, rather than yeah. something where like it's strictly like um, like where it's strictly resides in one's gender. Because mm -hmm. I, I, like mm -hmm. there are instances where like yeah, the 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 dude or the the dude or the or you know whoever else is in the marriage is a person that's. Uh, that's doing the cooking and the cleaning or is a homebody mm. and is raising children or, you know, doing whatever. And the other person is the, you know, the quote unquote breadwinner. Like it's, it's a like, and that's just like, that's a very, like, what if you reverse like the nuclear family, which is yeah. obviously not at all what, what like the, not like the limit for the different kinds of families that there are. I think that like, yeah. I, I would agree that there's an asterisk asterisk, but it's for like, I think that it has to be that, yeah, roles evolve, and so people just yeah. kind of get into them. But it, it should be something that's—I don't think there should be something that's enforced or even thought of. No, it should be something no. that you let people. It kind of happens naturally. Develop. Yeah. Yeah. Don't gender yeah, my yeah. roles, fool. Yeah. Well, I can <laughs> say okay. Here's here's the here's the like weird elephant in the room that we can get into eventually over time with me. But I was I was briefly married. Uh, we don't we don't need to get into that too much. But during that period. Uh, there was kind of a complementarianism to it. It was just that even though I was a man, I was the one who only I only worked part time and did most of the housework and stuff. And I was like fine with that like housewife role, but you, you know what I mean. Like it, I I think complementarianism is fine in that regard, but not uh, right. I think like if it, I think it should be something where like it's not controversial to say. I think that in a, in a monogamous marriage. Uh, people will sort of go into into roles that they're comfortable with as the relationship right. sort of evolves. Even just not marriage, uh, just sort of like if you're living together or if yeah. it's like a committed a committed relationship. That that's that that's just kind of how things go. But if it's but it shouldn't be like an overall like ideology of the relationship between men and women. Yeah. Because also, of course, like that ignores like the other I, other gender identities. Like, where where do non-binary people fit in that? In that case? Right, right, right. Uh, how about uh, theology of redemptive suffering? That is just a part of Christianity. Yeah, that's, that's a part. Yeah. That is that is just the Christian yes. theology. Because yeah. if you frame it that way, it kind of sounds bad. But if it's like, oh, you should be selfless and and suffer for others, that doesn't sound nearly as bad. <laughs> it's really like, about I, framing, huh? Yeah, like I, this is a very uncharitable view of like of uncharitable like framing of 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 uh, like because like. Of selflessness I, I can, or whatever. I can kind of agree that maybe you can. There is a kind of negative form of selflessness where it puts too much sure. on the individual to sacrifice and not enough to like care for oneself. Um, mm. 
But I think, like, broadly, though, Christianity is a, is a, at least for me, like, what Christianity should be is that Christianity is a, is a religion that is focused on the other, on helping and, you know, of, of communal sacrifice for right. one another. It's not, a, it's not a selfish religion. It's not one that right. is, at least, a, at least, a, like, and this is, like, my opinion of it, but mm. in my... Mm -hmm. In, in my opinion, like that is the one of the, the, the key points of Christianity is that it is there is a, a, a sort of like a positive view of selflessness. That selflessness is a positive trait that shouldn't be, you know, undermined or repressed, something that should be celebrated and encouraged. Yeah. Right. I would totally yeah. agree. Yeah, I, I totally oh, agree with that. I think that is essentially what Christianity should be. Uh, lastly, hell as oh. eternal torment. This one uh, might actually divide the room. We'll see. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I have I have some nuanced views on hell. I guess. Yeah. I mean, as a Catholic, I know we have the whole eternal torment. I, to me, I feel like it's mostly the mo mostly only the worst, like the very worst people go to hell. Mm -hmm. Like I think there are like levels of purgatory. This is. Somebody is going to cancel me for this, I'm sure, on Catholic Twitter. But uh, <laughs> I, I really think that eternal torment is reserved for just absolute unrepentant monsters mm. like Jeff Ep Epstein. Yeah, I would agree with that. This yeah. specific phrasing is interesting because it that affects like I, I say no at the phrasing here. But if I took out the word eternal... I think I would say yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the uh, because on one hand, part of it is that like is this is saying hell as, and there there are Christians that just don't believe in hell at all. Right, right. That is that is a form of of universalism, or even like not even just universalism, annihilationism. Um, right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That you know, like where hell doesn't exist because there is when when there when an evil person when someone who uh, like. So, like a Jeff F. C. When he dies, his soul is destroyed. It's not. It there, there isn't a hell because there's not. He, there's no longer soul to torment. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, would, as much I, as I would like to watch Jeffrey Epstein's soul get laser beamed Godzilla style in the afterlife, right. you know, <laughs> just don't think that's a very healthy view of things. Right. No. I, no. Uh, but but what if what if he gets laser beamed temporarily, but it's not <laughs> eternal? See, and that's See, my I, I would I would agree with. And this is I like I think I, I I said before, but I'm a purgatorial universalist. I do yeah same. I do believe, despite being on Twitter for for I think now when I join Twitter, hold on. Uh, I think if you're bad, you gotta you gotta like learn to not be bad. February 2019. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I think that uh, um, as, uh, as someone that uh, it was a purgatorial uh, universalist, despite the fact that I've been on Twitter for for since February of 2019, despite Twitter, mm -hmm. I, I still believe that everyone in the end will be saved because mm -hmm. God loves us that much. Um, yeah. Despite that, I think that there is, it's, I don't think that's just sort of like, I don't, I, I don't believe in a blanket kind of, uh, of, of just, well, like I don't to use a, a probably not a fair example. I don't believe that when Hitler died, he's instantly just going to be fine. I do yeah. think that there is that there is a kind of a, there there is a punishment. There is because of mm -hmm. because of it. There is a uh, there is a you have you have a debt to pay 
it probably not a great way to phrase it, but yeah, no, but you, you know, yeah, you're, you're bad. <laughs> you, did, you did, you did bad. You did it bad so you have to go, you have to go through heaven's, heaven's thousand year, like, uh, self-improvement course. Right. <laughs> right. And like, um, so un- I would say. Unironically believe. So like, I probably would say like, no, like the asterisk. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah no, with a, no with an here. asterisk. Well, and, so it looks yeah. like looks like we're all pretty united, guys. Yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. cool overall. Um, yeah, I, I I also think just with this tweet, the the so so like her bio says she's she's doing faith deconstruction and decolonizing, and so she's she's throwing hell, um, she's throwing hell in there. In my mind, is kind of implying it's like a colonial thing, right? Um, and I take issue with that pretty heavily because i see that a lot i see like a lot of white liberal theologian types um associating hell with with white theologians um and i don't think that's true and i don't think it's true partially because i think when you're oppressed you have a deep understanding of their needing to be justice in the end right yeah I, I, and that's why like i i would call myself a much more fluffy universalist a few years back and now i've landed at like like you, you said the pur- purgatorial I'm like, no, I think hell's real. I just think eventually people get out. But like, I, I don't know if I can just buy that. Yeah, like, like people just get away right. with shit. And this I, kind I of know. ignores that that like the existence of a kind of like a retribution, a a kind of a retribution based afterlife is not just exclusive to the Abrahamic religions. This is something that no. you can find in mm-hmm. dozens of. I mean, there is a hell in Norse paganism, for example. Like, it's not right. There's this is not something that's it's like, literally hell with a single L. Yeah, <laughs> like there's the idea of like that there's a bad afterlife for for it's, people yeah. who have done bad things is not. Although is I not will like say, in Norse pagan, it's those who didn't die absolutely like awesomely. Yeah, it's, in Norse paganism, it's because you're you're like a you're a lamoid who who did it. Yeah, you're, a, you're a loser who died of like old age or like sickness or something. Yeah, right. right. You are a normal person. You're an you absolute know. lamoid who didn't die like absolutely kicking and screaming and like bashing in like the skull of a monk. <laughs> you you didn't you didn't um, go and uh, rape and pillage a a, a monastery um, yeah. with you and your buddy Grognuck. Um, what the hell, buddy? (laughs) You, unlike unlike you, Grobnock went and he he messed those monks up. He really he will be forever known as the guy who split a monk's head open. Oh god! He when he dies, he's going he's going to Valhalla. He's going to be partying with Odin and and sleeping with the Valkyries. Grobnock, splitter of monks. <laughs> you you uh you you decided that you were gonna you were just gonna Although, be like a farmer. He didn't expect one of the monks to like whip out a giant ass claymore and like duel him to the death. <laughs> no, that was while he was busy being the splitter of monks, he was distracted that there was a monk with a giant sword just behind him. Yeah, yeah. a monk waiting to split him. Who splits the splitter? You know. Who splits right. the splitter? Uh, thus, uh, there was uh, Francis, noticed the, the the splitter of big Viking men. <laughs> that can be taken in a completely different context, but... Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's a Christian podcast, by the way. Yeah, this is a Christian We're a Christian podcast. Talk about Jesus. 
<laughs> we okay. To be fair, we did talk about Jesus. We, we did. I, I think we got in depth. I think. I think we did it. We, 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 we got like, proving this is a Christian podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we were able to justify this thing. Unless we you guys want to. Yeah, yeah. Unless you guys want to hear about my time as an altar server. I don't know if I should even be telling this because I'll be like canceled by a bunch of trad men who are like, "Oh my god, women shouldn't even be near the altar." If trads are going to cancel the show, they're going to do Instantly. it anyway. Like, yeah. Yeah. This was going to happen true. already. We'll be uh, found out immediately. We, we all talked about how hell might not exist. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could. For the first episode, I could just come out and say, and go full like Puritan about papists and then just get them to stop listening. <laughs> Oh god. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, no. I I mean for the record, I was like ten years old and I wanted to yeah, no, I I wanted to be an altar server and I did it for many years because you know, it's just really cool to partake in the mass like that. Um and like that was just our our parish like our priest was really great. Um and our parish was just sort of like that was the thing about Twitter that was shocking to me is like a lot of the drama you see on Catholic Twitter just didn't show up in my parish at all. Like, yeah. you know, there are female altar servers. No one cared. No one gave right. a shit. Right, yeah. Uh, uh, I They were just like, uh, we're low on altar servers, so just come in. <laughs> Doesn't matter your gender. Um, but, um, so just starting out... Um, I have, like, this uh, proclivity towards stage fright, uh, even when participating in the Holy Mass. So I think it was my first time working as an altar server, and uh, it was it was one of the, the main Monsignors serving. And so I'm trying to go through the motions and, you know, not screw up the Mass and embarrass uh, myself. And I guess, and, and you know, um, my mom's there, you know, wa- uh, watching. So there is a part um, after you prepare the, uh, or while you're preparing the host, that like um, the priest like cleans his hands and then like uh, ha- handles uh, the Eucharist and the wine. And so I- I- I'm the person who has the the uh, the. Um, Sorry, the water, the the little water dish, and the and the towel, and I go up to the priest, and I completely blank out on what I'm supposed to do. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh no! So there is a very oh, no. tense moment, a, a tense ten seconds, where uh, I'm just standing there in front of the priest, and he's waiting for me to pour water on his hands, and I do not do that, and so the deacon who was also serving the Mass and had, like, a little microphone on his, uh, you know, his uh, vestments. Uh, he leans in, he goes, pour water on Father's hands! Oh. <laughs> and everybody in the country heard it! At this point, I'm just, like, sweating bullets. So I'm just... Oh, no! <laughs> So that happens. Uh, I pour water on Father's hands, and I, I set it down. Um, I set the water and stuff down, but with a very loud clink. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. Uh, <laughs> it did not break, but it did spill. 
Yeah, and that was my uh, first experience altar serving. There was also uh, there was also a time uh, my mom said that I would sometimes hold the Bible a little weirdly. So, like, mm. I would not hold it braced against my chest, but I'd hold it a little off. I don't know why I did this. I was 10, and I guess I just didn't I, – I just wanted to stay in place. Mm. So I would hold it off to the side, and so my hands would shake. And mm -hmm. she would say that the priest would, like, move – up and down, trying to follow my shaking hands, holding the book. And at one point, the priest got so fed up with this, he took the book out of my hands and then just placed it against my <laughs> chest. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess I'm doing that from now on. <laughs> oh man this oh man, this sounds like a nightmare <laughs> it was such it was such a nightmare oh, my oh man God. I would I that is like the worst case scenario where like yeah. like in like any time where you think like man, I don't want to fuck this up I don't want to fuck this yeah. up yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bad, but you see oh, that's that's man. why women shouldn't serve near the altar because they're that's making the right. priests bob right. their heads that, up that, and down to read the holy scripture. They're too. We, we, we're, we're accident, you have accidentally proved the uh, the trans point. Um, fish, yep. where, uh, where this is this is why women should not be allowed. Uh, see, trans are gonna like well, this podcast, and we can't so stop much. them. <laughs> yeah, oh no! Yeah. Now, this is gonna be this is gonna be the trans everyone podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this does kind of bring back memories where as a i don't remember this at all but i've been told that i did this uh during church at the at the catholic school so at catholic church i would get up and start preaching with the with the with the priest and he would let me oh my god <laughs> i don't know why he let me do it but he did that's amazing <laughs> that's really cool no. There's a alternate history where I where I go to seminary. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I think that I think that's true for all of us, though. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah there's a there is a potential future of me studying theology for grad school. So that's so that you're not, you're closer to that than uh than uh than we are. I think there are I so mean, many filmmakers I, I am... who are like, dude, I I almost became a priest, but I decided to do movies instead. Jesus. Yeah, so I, I've I've been looking at the theology programs at Notre Dame for a while, so we'll mm. we'll see about that. I'm taking a year off after I graduate to because, uh, well, I, I'm 23, almost 24, and doing an undergrad. So obviously, I've had kind of a shitty uh, <laughs> uh, yeah college experience. So I, I need a break. <laughs> I need a break before I do anything more. But yeah, <laughs> I've decided have. that I might just like apparently Arizona State University. <laughs> Opened Hell a new yeah. film program. Nice. And uh, nice. I dropped out of college for a oh, while, yeah. but I've decided to go back to community college. Nice. I did. So I'm doing two years of community. Going to do two years of like the community college in my area and yeah. in video production. And then I'm going to use that to springboard into like, hopefully a better school. Yeah. I mean, uh, that worked for me. Uh, community college um actually and actually it kind of i don't know 
uh, kind of works out pretty nicely because a lot of private schools will have like special scholarships for transfers from community colleges as long as you have decent grades in community college. So like half right. my tuition is paid for just because I came from a community college. So right, pretty cool. Half my tuition is paid because I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'm black, <laughs> and I'm Latino. So, hey, do you know what's really, really good for scholarships? Uh, being married. Do you know what's really bad for scholarships? Getting divorced. <laughs> that, <laughs> that sounds like that doesn't work out great for the scholarship. No, is, it, is there oh, yeah. a marriage scholarship? Yeah, uh, you a lot of extra money because if you're if you're married, <clears throat> and FAFSA revokes a lot of money if you are no longer married. Oh. oh boy! <laughs> so you're telling me I shouldn't get married yet, and unless you are very sure that this is the person. <laughs> Monastic life for all of us, boys. Yeah, uh, not for me. I'm engaged to be wed. Oh right, yeah. Oh right, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm glad I let you know that, Philip. You, yeah, you'll get a pretty nice FAFSA if you go to college. <laughs> Thank you. All right, yeah, you because you're you you're you're. I'm just gonna scream into the other room yeah. to my fiance that I'm only marrying her, so that <laughs> I can get better college loans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, amazing! Uh, listen, oh, listen, I I'm not I'm not going down the same road as you, blue bald motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus that was very aggressive, Phil. <laughs> Yeah, well, Minneapolis is it's like because it's you know Des Moines, but much bigger and better paying. So people move there when they're uh, done. Yeah, here. Except, uh, yeah, are are you planning on staying in uh in Des Moines? Uh, probably. Well, if I get to if I go to grad school, then I'm going to end up in South Bend. So that'll be. Uh, oh, home of Mayor Pete. <laughs> yeah, old Pete. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I probably want to move. Um. If, if things with my girlfriend work out, we'll probably definitely move because she is a southerner stuck in Iowa right now, and she hates that so much. Uh, so I hope you I hope you enjoy the southern heat. Uh, southern South's okay. I just don't like the heat, man. That's the problem. Like I I like the South all right. I just don't like how hot it is. So I don't know. I I can't stand the I can't say like like. For, I'm one of those people that that enjoys the winter over the summer. Same. Um, yeah. I I do not like the I don't like the heat. I never I never like the summer. Like the heat yeah. of it, it's awful. <laughs> that is the yeah, the number my one has, debate has come between to visit. my girlfriend and I. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. This, this no. This, this, this Nalima was just like, oh no, I can't. I can't imagine. Heat sucking, yeah. Yeah, that's jackal. Heat's terrible. <laughs> Heat's terrible. If you can't stand any heat, uh, don't go to Texas. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I, I mean, I like when I went to a uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is hot. It is. Oh, hot. that it's sounds extremely so bad. hot. It is the. It's not. It's not like a dry heat. It's a wet tropical heat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's just like that. 
Oh my God. Yeah. I've been in new Orleans and Jesus, like I, I love, I loved the city so much, but I hated that. I just felt like I was underwater. It is America's crustiest city. It really it is. is. It's, it's like thinking it's terrible. Like San Juan is a beautiful city, but yeah. you feel like you're bathing in heat. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. I, I yeah. don't. Uh, also there's, there's a whole variety of, 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 uh, of large insects that they're very curious about you. <laughs> they love to come up to you. <laughs> oh there was, uh, this, this is not in, in, uh, in, it's in the Caribbean, but it's not in uh, Puerto Rico. In Barbados, where my dad was a kid, um, he was, uh, he, he was not born in Barbados, but he did go there as a kid. Um, as a, as a kid, he recalls that, the, that there are giant, there are like cockroaches the size of small birds in, in Barbados. Mm. And they fly, oh. and, and they and there are multiple oh. instances where they they come and they slap you in the back end of the face, oh. like they they like oh like, they, like they, they implant on you. Oh no! Oh, I killed. He was oh. like of him running from the cockroaches. That's Why so do people bad. live on these islands? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> if that if. if I take that as a sign that God does not want people to live on the side. <laughs> yes. uh, Life uh, finds a way. Life finds a way. Life finds a way, but maybe if there are giant cockroaches slapping you in the face, maybe that's a sign that you shouldn't be there. That, that you, your type of life does not belong there. <laughs> Specifically you. <laughs> You're dead, motherfucker. You're dead. Yeah, and of course, there's also the the host of tropical diseases. Yeah, right. Yep, yep. Who doesn't love a good disease? <laughs> that is, no, they're uh, they're quite fascinating. I mean, look at Kuru. Oh yeah, exactly. Like I, my favorite part of like of reading. Oh my god, Kuru. Yeah, that's the that's a brain prion, right? Yeah, that's a brain prion. That I Prions get are, like, from terrifying. They, they're, they're, I think that they're the closest you could get to like a zombie virus yeah. without being like a zo- like they're the 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 existence of these things are terrifying. Yeah, no, I don't know why I'm googling brain Brian right now. This is just <laughs> That's a bad idea. You know what the scariest mood, disease but... is like for me? It's what? the one that if you don't get treatment for it, it's. Have you ever read the uh the law? Lo- There's this book called The Lost mm. City of the Monkey God. Right, oh. I've heard of it. I've heard of you, and it, and, and it shows like in that area is a specific parasite that is transmitted by like mosquitoes and other insect bites, and it's a disease that if left unattended melts the cartilage, like erodes it in, oh. in your face over time. Oh what my the God. fuck! <laughs> oh Holy oh shit! But you can oh only get it in like small little areas. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. That's horrifying. <laughs> I know. I bet you don't even know where what those area what where are the safe areas and what are the, the bad areas. Yeah. If you live in that area. I mean, mind you, in America <laughs> it literally doesn't exist. That's good. That is good. I, I don't I don't think that I, I don't want a pandemic of, of, of pathogens that eat the cartilage of your bo- of your of the of the of the bone in your face. I don't want that to happen. I don't want yeah, like that. basically no. people who have this disease and don't seek treatment for it because they obviously in that area is very poor and they don't have health care. Literally oh. like 
they don't their ears and noses are like gone how long um, does that take though oh it takes a while yeah it's not just like overnight it does take a while but it's like so it reminds it's kind of it, it's but that's it even kind of worse like, in a way because like you're slowly seeing like your face fall apart yeah it's yeah, pretty um, pretty awful yeah, it's kind of like leprosy. It sounds like a bit where where yeah, it like is. It's, it's a yeah. slow, like progressive disease. But like, um, I guess like what's weird is that like it only it it seems like its only existence is to like to guard that like weird city. Hmm. <sighs> and I'm well, like, I, I, oh, you, should, you should probably take that as a side. Don't go to that city. Leave don't go. To the, don't go to the monkey worshiping city. This is what H.P. Lovecraft worried about. Us. Like, war- he warned us about getting some serious monkey poon, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, it's something I never, I never thought I would hear. Is, is this, is this a, a good note to, to um, end to the end. podcast? I think so. <laughs> H.P. Lovecraft. Think so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that could be the ending. Phil, good luck with with farming this out. <laughs> oh, I will. Uh, I'm yeah. It's it's gonna be great. Well, this works um, kind of. This will work kind of nicely because uh, yeah. Because uh, if we record one to uh, next Saturday, then we have episode zero and episode one, uh, and then we could probably just launch it. I mean, yeah, great. That'd be dope. That'd be dope uh, is, yeah. is there some sort of f- formal ending thing we should say? We should probably develop some kind of like a uh, uh, a uh, like uh, an outro. Yeah, um, you are now leaving Mammonburg or something. You're like leaving Mammonburg. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed this uh, the scenic trip through Mammonburg. There were some sights, there were some sounds, a little bit terrifying, a little bit wonderful. But I hope that you've uh, you've enjoyed it nonetheless. Yeah, you you have a, a terrible brain prion, but you now have a you now have a, a horrible <laughs> brain prion that is slowly going to uh, as, as you as you drive away, you are left convulsing in the driver's seat. <laughs> in, in the driver's seat, as as uh, as your as our our lovely chauffeur to uh, out of Magdeburg. I hope that uh, this trip has been educational. Um, we need to well, no 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 we need to do like a funny little rhyming like 1950s like the TV outro where it's like you've had fun at Magdeburg now it's time to kill your wife. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> I was just kind of troubling. You've had fun <laughs> at Magdeburg. I was just kind of worried. Yes. <laughs> I guess we should sign off with our with our handles for for Twitter. Oh, that's a good uh, idea. Yeah. Here we so long, Mammon. So I we hope you've enjoyed you this. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this scenic trip through Mammonburg. It's been a little terrifying, a little exciting. You now have a brain eating prion that's going to <laughs> yeah. leave you horribly <laughs> scarred for the rest of your life. Um, as uh, as you convulse in the, in the in the passenger passenger seat, just know that uh, it's been a uh, it's been educational. I hope you've in, enjoyed your time here with us. Uh, yeah. I've been Jackal. You, uh, yeah, I've been Josiah. Yeah. Uh, I'm Finch. I'm Phil. And you can find us. <laughs> I'm uh, Phil. I'm Phil. And you can find us at uh, you can find me at Jackal Jester on uh, on Twitter, uh, where I uh, I complain a lot about uh, about capitalism and uh, and. Um, mm. Uh, the, the the motley sort of issues that uh, that the modern world presents us as a yeah. uh, 
shitless through depression. Yeah, and um, you can find all of us on www.twitter.com. That's www.twitter.com. Twitter.com. Remember, www.twitter.com. Use use promo code twitter.com. Just off your next Just ask Slug now. Yeah, yeah. As you as you you are convulsing from a brain prion, if you can get your hand to hold still long enough to find me on Twitter, I'm. Josiah W. Sutton, and and you can follow uh, you can follow me at Josiah W. Sutton and watch my slow descent into being a reactionary. Uh, uh, Finch. Oh yeah, you can uh, follow. <laughs> Fuck man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you can follow me at Finchio War. I post about boats and horses, uh, among other things, such as socialism and Christianity. Hey. <laughs> and Phil. finally, last but not least, you can find me, Phil, Phil, Philium, <laughs> at, at CryptidDirector at Twitter.com, and uh, I break people's legs for fun. <laughs> he does, yeah, he does. I've seen him. I've been, it's 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 truly it's a sight to behold. It you really have to, is. It's it's something that you I've you have to see. Never seen someone break a leg so efficiently, so <laughs> so 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 methodically. So, so it's it tr- creatively. <laughs> yeah, truly, I've never heard. It. I did not. I never thought a bone could snap in that in that way, and yet it <laughs> yeah, did. So efficient. So clean. Such yeah. a clean. So, Phil comes uh, to your house and you post cringe. <laughs> He will hands. break your legs, and yeah. he will do it in a manner that will leave but, you. But in, I also post about socialism and Christianity. <laughs> I, if, if with an, with enough practice, I think we'll get this signing off thing down. And I think it yeah. won't, yeah. won't take yeah. five minutes. He's not going to five minute long. Trying to, yeah. <laughs> we'll, right. we'll get there right. eventually. <laughs>